Hello there. So we've listened to Mandy's journey about a separation and what divorce meant for her. But what about the financial situation and money worries? Finances often play a big part in the breakdown of a marriage. And if you're not familiar with the family finance, you can often feel confused and anxious and worried where to start. So to help us unravel a few of these issues today, I'm joined by Fiona Sharp of Verve Financial Planning. Fiona is a specialist independent financial advisor who is much experienced dealing with the financial arrangements and issues many clients face when they're facing separation or going through the process of divorce for the first time. Hello, Fiona. Hi, Joe. Hi. How are you doing? I'm, I'm very well, thank you very much. <laughs> So thanks very much, Fiona, for joining me today. Perhaps you could just explain to the listeners today um, who you are and sort of your experience as an independent financial advisor. Yes, I'm I'm independent, which means I'm not tied to any one company. And I've got um, over 20 years experience of working within the divorce arena. And I'm accredited um, as a divorce specialist by resolution, which is the family law organisation that I know you're also a member of. That's right. So you've certainly got the badges and whistles then, haven't you, Fiona, to say that we, you know what you're talking about today? I hope so. <laughs> yes. OK, so Mandy mentioned earlier that she had concerns when she was facing the separation and divorce, particularly about the family home, which I know also as a divorce lawyer is often the central asset of the family finance. So can you tell us from your experience, Fiona, the things that Mandy and others perhaps should be doing to help themselves from a financial perspective? Yeah, sure. Obviously, the home, as you know, is the hub normally of the the financial settlement. And with it comes a lot of emotion. People sometimes want to stay there or they don't necessarily want to sell. But um, it's important, I think, that anybody who is separating or divorcing gets the right advice. There are generally three options with the home. The most obvious one is, is to sell, although that may not necessarily be practical. Potentially, you could sell the house later at a certain point. So perhaps when the children are um, 18 and are technically off the books, so to speak, or um, it might be possible for one party to buy out the other. But it is really important to get the right advice um, and to see a qualified mortgage broker to make sure that you don't fall into any bear traps. Mm. No, I mean, I understand that very much, actually. And it's something that resonates a lot, because when I'm giving initial free consultations, I often say to clients at the outset, um, exactly the options that you've just set out, Fiona, in in terms of can you can you afford to keep it? Do you need to consider a buyout? Will you have to think about a remortgage? Are we looking at a sale? And I think, going back to what Mandy was saying earlier, one of the concerns that she had was about credit issues because of the gambling and debts she didn't even know about. And I suppose because of the various financial issues she had, that can impact on a mortgage, can't it? And certainly the lender's criteria. Yes. And so it's really important to get your ducks in a row before you apply for any mortgage or any other borrowing. So the first thing that I normally advise clients to do is to check their credit history um, via Experian. Um, Experian will give you a 30-day free trial, but it's very important to cancel if you don't want to continue it um, because it does cost money. But for 30 days, you can get as much information out of um, their system as is possible. Um, 
And you can see if there's anything on there that a lender might um, find discriminatory. So even if you've moved house, it's important to remain on the electoral roll because that will show up well on your credit score. And if you have got debt, then make sure that you keep up any um, regular payments, even if it's just the minimum for the time being. Because lenders will always look at how you have managed your debt in the past. It might take you a little while to, as I say, get your ducks in a row. But if you go and see a good mortgage broker that you feel comfortable talking to, they can point you in the right direction as to what you need to do to um, maybe extricate yourselves from those gambling debts. If they're not yours, Experian may be able to remove them from your own credit history. So it's important that your record is as clean as it possibly can be before you apply for any extra borrowing. Oh, that's really helpful, Fiona. And actually, the um, the SplittingUp.com website, um, there's a section on their call links and they're useful links really for an, anybody to access, uh, free of charge, of course. And Experian and the electoral roll links are actually listed under those links. Uh, one of the things that sort of struck me following on from what Mandy was saying earlier was that because she had poor, uh, she had poor income as a consequence of COVID and she had poor credit. She was also in receipt of universal credit. And I think one of one of the things I often advise clients is that even though you are in receipt of universal credit or different benefits, and this applies, I suppose, in many cases to women, is that that also can be considered as, as income. And some lenders will actually take that into account. And perhaps you could just talk us through that, Fiona, because I think sometimes people may misunderstand what sources of income lenders want to take into account when thinking about somebody's mortgage and borrowing capacity. Yeah, sure. Um, Of course, every lender is different and some are more sympathetic to um, separating and divorcing clients than others. And again, that goes back to getting the right advice from um, a good mortgage broker. But if you're thinking that, oh, well, you know, my income from my employment or my from my self-employment is quite low, um, you might find that your mortgage capacity can be bolstered by um, secondary income. And secondary income could be, for example, um, child support payments, um, universal credit, as you said, fostering allowances. But I suppose also um, income from other properties, because lots of clients also have buy-to-lets and investment properties. And I suppose that's also income that could be taken into account, is it? Well, possibly. It depends on how much is going out in terms of expenditure. So it's also really important to prepare um, a good budget for a lender and make sure that your expenditure matches your bank statements. Mm -hmm. Um, Because all lenders now lend on affordability as opposed to multiples of income. So although you might feel that you can afford your monthly mortgage payments, the lender's calculator may say otherwise. So... um, 
there are various sort of pitfalls to be aware of. But again, if you get the right advice, somebody should help you um, prepare and package up your application in the best possible way so that you have the most chance of success. Well, that's really helpful. And I think really what what I'm taking from this is I suppose the sooner that you start making those inquiries, the better. Because really, why, why wait until you're halfway through a process of divorce? It's something you can do at the very outset, isn't it? Yes, you can certainly start to make inquiries. It might be, like with Mandy, for example, there are things on her credit history that need resolution. However, you know, that gives you time so that you're not at the last minute trying to scrabble around, trying to work out whether somebody will lend you the the relevant amount. Um, And it, it helps everybody to manage all the expectations of all parties. Yeah, really, really helpful. Well, thanks very much, Fiona. I appreciate today that we've pretty much just focused on the area about lending and borrowing connected to properties and especially the family home. But as I said at the outset, that is, of course, one of the main concerns that clients often have, certainly when they're having a consultation with a divorce lawyer for the first time. So I know one of your other main specialist areas, of course, is pensions and divorce, um, but we obviously don't have time to deal with that today. But if it's okay with you, Fiona, would you be happy to join us again at a later discussion to talk about this very specialist and area that particularly excites you? Um, Of course I would, Joe. Of course I would. Have a good one, Fiona, and thanks very much. Thanks, Joe. I'll speak to you soon.